0: I love when Hallmark gives us rom-coms. Yeah? I like the comms better than the roms. (laughs) everyone, welcome to Girls Gone Hallmark, a Hallmark Review Podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Wendy. This episode is a part of the Girls Gone Hallmark Summer Series, where we are watching and reviewing fan-favorite movies. Today we're discussing Love to the Rescue, which originally aired on March 23rd, 2019. If you want to connect with us outside of the podcast, we'd love for you to follow us on Instagram. You can find us both at Girls Gone Hallmark no spaces. And Megan and Wendy also no spaces. Jump into our Facebook group Girls Gone Hallmark where we talk movies, gossip, so on and so forth. And you can always email us Wendy at gmail.com with your thoughts on this movie and everything else happening on Hallmark this summer. Let's jump right into a synopsis of Love to the Rescue. Sure thing. Two single parents come head-to-head when their kids want to adopt the same dog. Agreeing to co-foster, free-spirited Kate and Type A Eric must work together to find the dog's forever home. Starring Nikki DeLoach and Michael Rady. Good job. Yahoo! This movie was directed by Stephen R. Monroe. He has 54 directing credits, which include movies like A Caribbean Summer. We just reviewed a movie with who's with a star who was also in caribbean summer mm-hmm. heather humans a winter getaway and marrying mr darcy this movie was written by sarah montana who has four writing credits including a new year's resolution i didn't like that movie at all i think she needs to rewatch it okay I think if it's i expected issue if i only had christmas a movie I really liked even though it had CCB in it, and Two Turtle Doves. She's also currently in pre-production of a Christmas movie called Rescuing Christmas starring Rachel Lee Cook. I have no idea if it's a Hallmark movie or not. We'll see if it lands on the Hallmark channel. Okay. We have Nikki Deloach in this movie. She plays Kate. The last thing we saw her in was Curious Caterer Grilling Season. We are getting a third curious caterer movie the tentative title is curious caterer last suppers but we don't as of the recording of this podcast have an air date for the third movie in that series that's right i'm uh, did we come up with the last suppers was that one of ours that we i don't think that was one of i don't think clever so titles. i just wish no roast for the wicked do you hear me <laughs> i think it would be great okay fine i'll let it go michael rady he plays eric smith I mean, Eric Smith, can you get a more generic name? We last saw him on Hallmark and Unexpected Grace, which grew some interesting critiques from a few of our Facebook group members. You Go listen to our review of that episode. Lots of talk about that episode. He works outside of Hallmark universe quite a bit, including he's a regular on Magnum PI, Chicago Med, New Amsterdam, but he'll always be that teenage cutie Costa's. Kostas? 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 From Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Alexis Bladell's love interest. Yeah. A little Greek. I feel like a real creep saying that too. I'm not trying to be. I'm just like, he was very cute in that movie. I don't think he was underage in that movie, if that's true. Well, okay, that makes me feel better. Thank you. Cutie Dog Bruce was played by Dog Zip. He doesn't have any other work listed on (laughs) IMDb. Justice for Zip. (laughs) I mean, I just think that's sad i just loved him put him to work although uh, he's clearly not a trained dog like he was constantly yanking at that leash this movie was filmed entirely in savannah georgia quite stunning loved that as a filming location all their little walks in the park hmm. real cute Two more things I want to add here yeah. with a question. First of all, this movie got a 6.9 out of 10 from users on IMDb. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's kind of a low rating. I think rating, so, too. But I think this is like a fan favorite movie, no? I think so, too. All right. Those two things don't always, like, match up. No, no, no. I read in the comments or the user reviews on IMDb that sometimes Nikki DeLoach always, always – appears older than her male leads. And I want to know what you think about that. Do you think she appears older or do you think her co-stars maybe just look younger? For example, she's 43. That's the same thing. No, I just mean like, do they look, are they younger looking dudes? How old are she and Michael She is 43. Rady's 41. Andrew Walker for a test is 43. Okay, so she's... Basically, the same age as all of these men. Mm -hmm. I think, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. I think people are ageist. Uh I think when women show signs of age, whatever that may be, I think Nikki Deloach looks great. She's 43, that's how old I am. Mm -hmm. I think they're not treated the same way as men do. You're like, oh, look at that salt and peppery beard. Oh, look at those crinkles around his eyes. Mm, When you're like, hey, lady, get some Botox. Right i understand what you're saying i'm wondering like i don't like the idea that we've got to cast an actress who looks younger so that she plays the part of this hot dude i agree i absolutely agree get out of here and i think it's unfair to be like dd reviewing she needs to be with an actor who's older like treat williams like Cameron matheson how old is that dude old i don't know he's no way <laughs> 42 <laughs> he's 53 oh i could see people saying like you know he's a young looking 53 honestly he looks that's what i'm saying Does like walker and rady they look younger than their actual age yeah but my point is people are saying like oh she looks old i agree you they know know are saying that bite me okay and I'm not gonna give any weight to this argument. It was just a conversation I wanted to ask because I saw it was a recurring comment on IMDb, and look at users of IMDb are not always the kindest. So keyboard warriors, indeed. So okay, what's your first impression of Love to the Rescue? Have I seen this movie before? Have you? Have we? Haven't. Because I remember those rudimentary sketches that she did for the carnival mm. from something else. Maybe you threw on a Hallmark. Maybe case. I did. And this is what's all trickling back into this brain of mine. It might have been post- a new year's resolution because that particular episode we had friend of the show callie on to review Uh and i remember her saying like how much she loved michael rady and how great he was and like you're baking me crazy and maybe she mentioned this movie and maybe i watched this movie after that i don't remember it i remember some elements of it maybe okay but you've never seen it no okay what's your first impression a movie with a dog that doesn't suck right i think so many movies that we've seen in the past couple of years have been chasing the high of love to the rescue oh they're Uh, they're like like, this romance to the rescue and all these other nonsense dogs movies that are like we're just gonna put a dog in the movie and that's gonna solve every issue we have with the movie itself i think i don't what do you think about having animals play a role in movies I think it's okay as long as you don't put too much weight on the animal. And since we're moving on to our likes, I think that's one thing this movie does well is that Bruce is central to the movie. His story is central to this movie. But Bruce himself, the dog, (laughs) is not central to this movie. So much of his story takes place without him even on screen. (laughs) And I think that's what this movie does well. Talking about a dog, but it's a <laughs> movie about a dog, the- <laughs> it's really not, it's a movie about this relationship. I you understand <laughs> <laughs> between whatever they're Eric and uh, I don't remember, Kate. Kate you know, so sure, He I you but the m- script revolves around like this movie doesn't work without Bruce, without the dog, they would need a new premise to bring these two people together. And so the entire premise is based on Bruce the dog. They could have removed Bruce and just had it be the PTA be the premise that they come together. Yes, but I'm not bothered by Bruce's role in this Neither movie. Neither am I. Okay. I love animals. Though I've never seen The Nine Kittens of Christmas, and I don't know if I. Kimberly Sustin. I love her, but I just don't know. Tell me what else you like. I about thought this movie was very funny. Very funny. Really? Like, I think. Kate and Eric had great banter. At one point, he's like, maybe dial back the caffeine. And she shouts back, never. Mm-hmm. There's a scene when Kate is alone watching a movie. and <laughs> A Hallmark movie, perhaps? Yes. And she goes, oh, he's definitely the one. You've known him for like three weeks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just thought that was a nice. There thing. were some great, funny lines. And I think Nikki Deloach is a really good comedic actress. Yeah. And we don't really see her in that role quite a bit. I mean, with the exception of Curious. Cater kind of plays into that. Yeah, I agree. I think she gets the more serious role. I don't think I've seen a role with her in a where she's serious. I was she in five minutes of something like last Christmas that I didn't you watch. You should watch Cranberry Christmas. It's sad? No. Serious? It's just a little more serious than lighthearted. It, I wouldn't say it's sad. It's like a couple who is divorced, but mm-hmm. it's you know. Not this new love. Got it. Let me put it on my list here. And you know who's in it? Nikki Deloach. Benjamin Ayers. Oh, okay. No comment. Don't meet your heroes. Don't what? Meet your heroes. I will agree that, did we already talk about this? There were some funny things in this movie. I thought it was pretty funny. Well, because when I said it was very funny, your face went... Did I say it? I don't know like, la- laugh out loud. Okay. I thought it was enjoyable. It like, was Hallmark funny. It was Hallmark funny, yeah. yeah. Like when she's like, I live on Dogwood Lane. Can't make this up. I don't remember. <laughs> yes. I rewind it. I thought, that I was thought those time. lines were delivered very naturally, and mm-hmm. I don't think that's necessarily an easy thing to do. Mm. Mm-hmm. I love Michael Rady. Yeah. I just find him so charming and it must be like his boy next door look or something Um, at one point he tells her to have sweet dreams and i swoon pretty much i was like oh who am i but yeah having like an adult man tell me to have sweet dreams never has happened in my life i don't know that everybody could pull that off so good it was real good i really connected with kate's involvement with the pta because she goes to this meeting and they're like you're gonna run the silent auction and everybody in the pta knows that the newcomer shows up and you give them the least desirable job which is absolutely the silent auction because asking people to donate free stuff is a nightmare and also the attitude that she's just gonna know what that means Mm -hmm. like you're gonna run the silent auction they give her no information I have had this exact experience Mm -hmm. where they're like, here's this very large job, and we're not going to actually tell you how to do it or how it's been done in the past. We're just going to expect you to do it to the way we like it done. Someone on this script writing staff has been in a PTA. (laughs) Absolutely. And I wrote that down. She got bamboozled into being the silent auction chair. (laughs) No one wants that job. If you are not familiar with uh, fundraising activities in the PTA or any sort of organization, where you have to be a silent chair person, silent auction chair, forget it. Asking for free stuff is it's the worst. Because everybody says no. 95% <laughs> of the time they say no. Yes. It's awful. It's just easier to ask people to create a basket out of their own money and donate it. Like <laughs> I, I agree. Agree. I love when Hallmark gives us rom-coms. Yeah. I like the comms better than the ROMs. <laughs> so I find that enjoyable. And I wish this was a rom com for you. Yes, I wish they did more rom coms. Don't you agree? Yeah. Don't you get tired of the same like <makes noise> love happy ending? Yes, I do. Uh, so do I. So give me more. I put too much, too much rom. It's so boring. <laughs> um, how much did you love Kate and Liam? The kids? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Oh, Kate and her ex-husband, Liam. Yes, I actually really loved them. I, th- I was like, way to show, like, healthy co-parenting. Yeah, and they were not just, like, co-parents who tolerated each other for the sake of their mm-hmm. daughter. They were actually friends. Right. He was totally in her corner. Yep. Rooting for her. I thought, man, this is the ex-husband you want. What? I want to get divorced <laughs> and have an ex-husband <laughs> like that? It's like, <laughs> Son, I can't believe that. Those were the kids. Names. No. <laughs> Yeah, he was a good guy. I liked it. I did too. I, and I liked that. I liked their relationship. I mean, obviously, like, they knew each other since they were teenagers, and so on and so forth. And they had like a very comfortable relationship. Yeah. They just didn't work out as married people. Speaking of the kids, I didn't hate them in this movie. I wondered. Are you surprised? I am. I thought they were both solid actors. Mm-hmm. Now I need you to clear this up for me. The girl was ten. Was the boy ten? I don't know. I thought he played kind of younger they didn't seem to know each other before so maybe over the dog so i assume that they were not like in each other's class okay because like at one point he's wearing like a cape and i was like doesn't that seem sort of young for a 10 year old yeah i hear you so their relationship was more like brother sister who the kids yeah fine they weren't peers yes my point is that i feel like they made him younger than he was actually he might have been 10 years old in real life Mm -hmm. because he had like remember when they were doing like their pitches to the parents and the daughter made a second powerpoint Mm -hmm. and he had like sketches that looked like a kindergarten drew Mm -hmm. so i hear you just was weird that's all okay you know the kids what i thought was so funny i don't know if you noticed this often when the kids would leave the frame Mm -hmm. they would like dance out of the frame or they would do like a little like move out of the frame oh no i didn't like they'd run off and he would do like a karate kick on the way out Oh, cute! or she would leave and her dad had brought back that like instrument from bali and she was like shake 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 dance shake 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 like just on their way out kids being kids yeah it was fun that's nice i said it earlier but the scenery was stunning Mm -hmm. the huge canopy trees Mm -hmm. i want to live here Mm -hmm. yes Mm ma'am can we move to there do you want to is georgia on your husband's list at all uh, no, I have been there. It's too hot. Too hot. Right. Truly, the hottest I've ever been is the two days I spent in Atlanta. I've never been hotter in my entire life. Okay, we'll pass on. But it was sure pretty. Your skin feels like a sausage. Ooh. Ooh, I don't want to ever feel like that. Yikes! What'd you wish for? Um, I thought the storytelling was a little uneven. Mm. Let me explain. You have Eric, who's this, like, type A personality, right? And then we have Kate, who's, like, this, like, RT free-spirited girl. And at the beginning, they they show us, like, these two personalities clash. Mm -hmm. Because remember, she's, like, he's so friendly with, like, everybody else. But with me, he's so, like, Mm -hmm. do you remember? Do you Mm -hmm. remember this? Mm -hmm. And then, like, all that falls to the wayside. Like, it's not even, like, a part of the story anymore. It's, like, shifts to, like, Eric's. Dreams of becoming whatever he wants to be in his professional life. Okay. And then, what's her name? Kate's like inability to fall in love mm-hmm. or and be a parent at the same time. So it was like we got two different like. It started out one way, but it fully ended the other way. Okay. I I didn't. I her like adherence to like oh, I'm not a fan of the rules was like a yeah throughout. Y- yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think they held on to that. And I think also his like. He's like, I got this job. It serves a purpose. I can't chase my dream because it's a little scarier than the bird I have in my hand. Mm -hmm. I think that follows the type A-ness of it all. Mm, All right. However, put a pin in that because the thing that I wished for is that Kate didn't immediately jump to the end of the world. Like, the sky is falling because your kids are like, we could have this dog together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eric's not the person you need to have a conversation with. It's your children. You need to be like, look. Back off. We're friends. Yeah. Even if there were a romance here, there's 10 steps between where we are today and this future you've imagined where we're one big co-parenting family with Bruce. hmm That's who you needed to have the conversation with. Yeah, I agree. And to the point of their personalities... It seems more like Eric would be the one who's like, this is a bad idea. Rules, rules, rules. Mm -hmm. When she's like, let's just see what could happen. But of course it feeds into her. Everything I do, I do for my daughter. I focus Mm -hmm. on her before my own happiness. I just didn't think I'm watching this happen and them deciding to go for a relationship. And I'm thinking, oh, what's going to be the conflict? Mm -hmm. And then we get them at the park and she's like, we need to talk. And I thought, what? a total disappointment of a moment (laughs) when she says that to him I felt it in my heart like I've had that heartbreak where you're caught off guard by the breakup that you didn't see coming yeah something else I wished for is could they just have made a decision about the dog yeah like I think it's unfair for an animal to Not have consistency. Yes, I wrote, I wish that I knew Bruce's actual fate. Like, (laughs) (laughs) where's he gonna live? Yeah, but they were married at the end, right? I think I saw like a wedding ring. It doesn't really matter. The dog rescue, I think, put Bruce in a bad position. Like, you're taking this dog who's been in a shelter for an extended period of time, Mm -hmm. and you're now going to make him bounce back and forth between two homes so that he can find the right foster? Mm -hmm. No, I'm sorry. That is a completely weaselly way to solve this problem. Mm -hmm. Also, I hated the short cartoon. Like, it wasn't that good, right? Yeah, I wasn't. I was like, oh, look at this. I did kind of like a little bit of the they tried... I don't envy the position they're in here. Like, she's an animator. We've got to show her doing her job, but we're not actually animators. Mm -hmm. So how do we do this? I liked that they tried and that we actually got that, like, short film at the end and they show, like, her doing some of the drawing. But I agree. It's 2023. It wasn't great. (laughs) It was not great. My final wish is after the... They premiere the short, they have like a panel, and she decides to turn it into like a therapy session. And talking about love, and how love has affected her, and how love is going to... You know, it was funny because I had forgotten that in that scene, they're broken up. She's like, I met someone who's changed the way... And I was like, wait a minute, she broke it off with him. Mm-hmm. He's only in the audience. Yes, yeah, she invited him, and then the kids did their like yeah. interviews to get in there. But... I kind of forgot in that moment that she's just going for it with this person who she's not even actually dating so you enjoyed that part then no I <laughs> was like what's happening like this is <laughs> this is too much after the fact when she and Eric meet up I'm like wait a minute you just had this big moment with a person that you're not even in a relationship with you just declared your love on stage for this man because she realized that she messed up with breaking it off gotta have that big moment yeah I didn't I did not like that like I was thinking like the host was like Where are you going with this lady? Yeah. Shut up. We got other people to ask questions to. Can we move on to did you see that? Please. Uh speaking of her digital drawing, the frog and the clip art, I don't know what was happening there. Like, did you see that? It was for lines. Yes. It just was like I think there's some bad. bad animation there where they're like trying to like draw the parts of the frog that would move. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know how animation works. I don't either. But it. But they showed her drawing like those frogs' legs over and over, <sighs> and, over and over again. <laughs> It's weird, weird. And I'm going to, uh, I talked about it at the top, but when she is pitching to the PTA meeting about having a, like a themed carnival, like, where's the money for that coming from? Right, for those of us who have been on the PTA knows how. Yeah, she's like, I'll let you worry about the budget. I'm like, that's all fine and good, but you need to have money to start with. Yes, exactly. But I want to point out that her drawings were so terrible. For someone who was an artist was like, we're going to do this Candyland theme. And it was like, stick figures was she not drawing them on the fly no the second presentation i don't remember she had like a big paper board and she was like showing them yeah it was not good but see these are things that i'm paid to look for in movies we're just picking we're picking i don't have anything you have nothing (laughs) (laughs) all right what do you give this movie i gave it four stars i give it 3.75 i didn't hate it i really like michael rady and I really like Nikki DeLoach. I thought they were a great pairing. I maybe didn't like the story so much. I don't know. I don't know. I liked it. It was comfortable. If it was on, I would fully put it on like and do things around the house. Especially to hear that. Sweet dreams. <laughs> so good. Someone commented in the IMDb, So nice to see Nikki DeLoach with someone other than Andrew Walker. But they've only been in five movies together. It'll be six soon. That's a lot of movies. It is a lot of movies. But 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 in that same vein, I only want to watch Paul Campbell and Kimberly Sesta together. They're your one true pairing. Yeah. Like, you know where in like the olden days when they would have like movies with like an actor and an actress like all the time? Yes. Kind of like Clooney and Julia Roberts are in a Thank lot of you. movies together. Yes. I want or Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. Yes. That's how I feel about Paul Campbell and Kimberly Susten. Okay. I I see that. Okay. Thank you for listening to this episode of Girls Gone Hallmark. If you want more from us this summer, we are creating content in our long story short Patreon. So for just $5 a month, you can get bonus Megan to Wendy content that is not at all Hallmark related. Patreon.com slash Megan Wendy. If you love this podcast, we love your five-star ratings and reviews. Hop into the Apple Podcast app, tap the five stars, and let everybody know how much you love this show. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.